0: Thanks for tuning in to NL Newsday. It's Wednesday, September the 22nd. Now, it has been a little while since I have done one of these, but now with the election in the books, it's time for That's Whack Wednesday. It's That's Whack Wednesday. pandemic federal election has come and gone. It was the shortest allowable campaign. 36 days and oh, what a great use of time it was. Excuse me, is this sarcasm 101? Yes, 36 days and $600 million and, well, nothing changed. When Parliament was dissolved, the Liberals held 155 seats, the Conservatives held 119, the Bloc Quebecois 32, the NDP 24, the Green Party had two, and there were five independent MPs along with one vacancy. Well, post election Election day. The Liberals look to have 158 seats, the Conservatives 119, the Bloc Quebecois 34, the NDP 25, and the Greens 2. So the Greens unchanged, the Bloc gained two seats, the NDP lost one, the Conservatives saw no change, and the Liberals went up by three. Virtually Zero movement. Worth noting, there are some writings that have not been officially declared, so there could be a small swing of a seat or two for each party, and one elected liberal will be sitting as an independent. So, with that said, do you feel better having gone through this process? Well, because when Prime Minister Justin Trudeau called the 2021 federal election, he said it was because he thought Canadians should have their say about where the country is going. Well, voters have spoken, and it's another minority liberal government. Whack. Trudeau took a gamble hoping to cash in on Canadians' positive sentiments for the Liberals' handling of the COVID-19 crisis and vaccine rollout when he called the election on August the 15th. In doing so, he pulled the plug 2 years in, really less than 2 years into his first minority government, sending Canadians to the polls in a costly federal vote while putting on the line some key policy proposals such as childcare that could have gone up in smoke had the outcome been different in the hopes of being rewarded with a relatively unchallenged four-year majority reign. That didn't happen. The popular vote, I think, is always worth a quick look. The conservatives won the popular vote with more than 5.5 million votes compared to the liberals' 5.3 million. Not a huge gap, but a gap nonetheless. Getting more votes and coming in second. I mean, I think we all understand the electoral system and how this works and why the party with the most votes doesn't necessarily win. I don't have a problem with it, but I do think it is just a little bit. Going back to the minority government here, I guess you could say the Liberal Party will be able to continue to push the important issues that it has identified, such as childcare and the environment, but Trudeau won't be able to pass things as easily as he could have had he won that majority. Obviously. I got into some Twitter spats with people at the beginning of this campaign. I was saying how this was a stupid election, a waste of time. People voted less than two years ago and made it pretty clear at that time they didn't really like any of the options available to them. Some people fought me on that, saying an election was needed as things were being held up as a result of parties not being able to see eye to eye and delaying important legislation. I think the vast majority of those individuals fighting me on this were liberal supporters, feeling that they were in a good spot for a majority. That didn't happen, and things, well, are not going to get any easier. Oh, that is whack! So, the Liberals will once again have to find dance partners in the opposition corners, most likely, you know, the Bloc or the NDP, in order to pass key legislation and, of course, to keep the government afloat. Despite being in largely the same place electorally as they were before the campaign kicked off, Trudeau suggested in his victory speech on election night that what Canadians have sent him back to Ottawa with was a clear mandate. He says, quote, I hear you when you say that you just want to get back to things you love, not worry about this pandemic or about an election, that you just want to know that your members of parliament of all stripes will have your back through this crisis and beyond, end quote. Wow, Justin, what an incredible and thoughtful statement. Excuse me, is this sarcasm 101? 36 days. Six hundred million dollars and absolutely no stinking difference. The last five weeks were a complete waste of time. And for that, I have to say this whole thing was (laughs) another issue on Election Day. COVID-19 precautions at polling stations. A Canadian Press story today is talking about how at least one polling station officer was scared of contracting the virus on Monday because Elections Canada did not require workers to be fully vaccinated or allow them to request proof of a medical exemption from maskless, maskless voters. Now the person who's being quoted was working at a Toronto voting station and says she's immunocompromised with asthma. A 20-year-old worked for 15 hours on Monday and said she expected Elections Canada to take more precautions to protect its employees while working for long hours in close contact with hundreds of voters. I will say, I don't agree with this concern, as it was well-documented how you do not need proof of vaccination to work or to attend a polling station. I will never understand the anti-maskers. A piece of cloth on your face is not a burden or a hindrance, and you're an idiot if somehow you believe wearing a mask is bad for your health, and wearing it for a short period of time will somehow impact your breathing ability. Uh, That's an issue for another day. Um, Again, these concerns that this polling station worker was talking about are not new earth-shattering revelations. If you paid any attention, you knew about these concerns before Monday came and went. And if she was that concerned about these things, she probably should not have decided to work for Elections Canada this week. Her complaint in my opinion is we going to wiggle it away. Well, now that the 2021 election, the 44th general election in Canada is in the history books. Will we see parties work together to make progress, help us out of the pandemic, help get people back to work, fight climate change, reduce the impacts of future wildfire seasons, deal with skyrocketing housing prices, help people suffering from mental health and addictions issues who are stuck on our streets with nowhere to go, get this country's increasing debt under control, help free the two Michaels from China, take tangible steps towards truth and reconciliation, provide clean drinking water to everyone in this country as water is a basic human right. The list goes on. A lot of nice talking points on a number of those issues over the past five weeks. Now it's time to get to work and actually do something. No more words. We want actions. Words are nice, but words alone are simply whack. This has been That's Whack Wednesday. That's Whack Wednesday with Jeff Andreas.